This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome to today's mini-episode on The Presence Child. My name is Daniel Lim. And I'm Christina M. Well, today we're continuing our series on strength spotting. This is in conjunction with our previous episode about strengths-based parenting. So if you haven't listened to that episode, just go back to inbetween.org slash episode 104, where we discuss what strengths-based parenting is and why it's important. On our previous mini-episodes, we've described many different types, including the achieving child all the way to the organizer child themes. If you've missed any of these episodes, you're going to want to go back to listen. Head to inbetween.org slash mini23 to grab the links to hear all of the different characteristics of these types. Today, we're going to be discussing the presence theme. Here are a few characteristics that a typical presence theme child has. So if your child has this theme, they're most likely going to have the following things. They were born to be at the front of the room. You know, those kids, those ones that love to tell stories and (laughs) and take the lead. Mm -hmm. They're really natural, right? They're natural. It it comes natural to them. And they're very natural at commanding attention. And the thing is, they might do this in small ways or even in big ways too, but really they're better at it than most people and it gives them a certain sense of power over a group. They also naturally create an audience and like to make a grand entrance no matter where they go. So if you have a child that has the presence theme, you know exactly. <laughs> yep, you're yes. nodding, be like, mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes you might be even scratching your head like, what do I do with this? <laughs> yeah, and sometimes if you don't have this theme, based on your culture, it might be like, well, that's not a good thing to have. But the beauty of this and this entire miniseries is, hey, this is actually a theme, a strength that you can cultivate in your child. So we're really wanting to help you spot whether they have it or not, and give you tools to be able to continue to develop them in this. So if yes, you're like, yeah, 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 okay, okay, Daniel, okay, Christina, yes, my child does have this, or I know another child who has this, here are a few other emerging signs that will really give you affirmation that your child does have this presence theme. Exactly. So let's get into it. They usually get attention from others because they simply, well, they command it. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I mean, children with this theme thrive by being the center of attention. Their eyes light up and they become almost giddy with the attention they receive. Sometimes the attention-seeking behaviors of children with this theme aren't actually socially ideal. It really does take time and experience for this child and maybe even as you, the parent, to learn how to elicit positive attention. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and when harnessed well, their presence and these behaviors, they're often very entertaining, and they can attract others to their circle. So let's say, yes, that is completely describing my child. If so, then here are a few action items that we want to equip you with as parents. Okay, here's the first one. Try thinking about how you can be the best audience for your child. 
I love how you said that, Danielle, because like you had mentioned before, if this is a theme or strength that is not really appreciated in the culture or in the family dynamic that you grew up in, sometimes you can really feel like your child's worst enemy for telling them, no, you can't be like this or don't do this or be quiet, sit still, don't like this attention, so on and so forth. And the energy that your child can bring to a room can really dim down and it can really hurt them. So instead of telling them no, 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 think about the ways that you can really encourage your child and be their greatest cheerleader. Another thing you can do is realize that your child gives and gets a lot of energy from other people. They literally radiate in it. So especially during COVID, perhaps you're homeschooling or your child is online schooling and they aren't seeing that many people. Perhaps they even look different to you. Maybe you're wondering why were they so happy before and now they're not? Why do they seem so lifeless? Perhaps it's because they really need to get their energy from being around other people. Yeah. So one thing that you can do is to find opportunities for your child to release their energy and let them shine. Yeah. And encourage them as they do that. And remember when we talked about how they maybe need to be taught of what behaviors are positive, because really your child with this theme is just trying to get a reaction And a bad reaction may be better than no reaction, right? So consider how your child with presence could teach by giving a positive example. Instead of getting up on stage and making fun of people, perhaps there's a way that you could show them how they can use this gift to be able to help stop bullying or even to teach others how to throw a ball or to do something that they didn't know how to be before. You really get to help your child cultivate a spirit of compassion and of giving back to the world. Exactly. So if you by chance stumbled onto this episode and you're like, yeah, you know what? That is my child. How did you know them so well? And you're wanting to know what to do with all this? Go to episode 104. We're not going to have time on this episode to explain all the ways that you can leverage this and parent through this approach because it is an approach to parenting called strengths based parenting. So go back to episode 104 and that's going to give you all the tools and the resources to know what to do with everything you heard on this episode. Thanks again for listening in and we'll catch you next time. This episode is brought to you in part by the Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries podcast. Do you want to grow in your influence? Bow's episodes feature tips for leaders of any kind, from mentoring one woman to leading a ministry. Browse Bow's podcast at beyondordinarywomen.org.